Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. State Chairman of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, and I'm reaching out to remind you to vote and to vote Democrat from top to bottom on your ballot. If you're voting by mail, fill out your ballot and mail it back as soon as possible. Don't wait. Early voting begins in person on October 13th and ends on October 30th. Election day is November 3rd. Vote Democrat. Political ad paid for by the Texas Black Democrats Party. Good evening, good evening, and welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. It is always a pleasure to have everybody right back here again. Uh, This has been an amazing day today. We've been out there on that battlefield with those boots on the ground doing that last-minute push, 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 getting people motivated and inspired to get out to the polls to vote. So we thank you for tuning in with us tonight. We're going to have an amazing show. We're going to talk about a lot of things uh, on tonight. We have some very special guests that's going to be popping in and out. As you know, tomorrow is the big day. Can you believe it? This is the day we've been waiting for for a very long time, probably for four years. Uh, many people say they've been waiting for four years for this day. So uh, we encourage you to Call somebody, encourage them, those that you think may not have gone to the polls during early voting. We just completed three weeks here in Texas of early voting, and I believe some 96,000 people, maybe I can't remember, these numbers are all in my head, somewhere like that. Uh, in Smith County, we had, which is Tyler, Texas, we had so many people to get to the polls, but we have like 127,000 people that are registered. So we got some more that we can pull from. So let's make sure that we make some phone calls and get people out to the polls to vote tomorrow. So, Mr. Arthur, are you there? I'll yep. see if my How you doing? How y'all doing tonight? How y'all doing tonight? How you doing? We're great. How are you doing? And guess what, Mr. Arthur? Colin has planned it again. He's got our engineer, Miss Rihanna, busy, so she's going to come in and join us a little, <laughs> a little bit later when it's time for Colin to have his dinner. He's ready, so I want him to have his dinner on demand. Whenever he gets ready, we step back and make sure he's taken <laughs> care of. Right. <laughs> so how's yeah, the day going, yeah. Arthur? How's, how's it going for you? How's everything over in Dallas, Texas? Oh, you know, just trying to have, just trying to have everybody just kind of be calm. Hey, you know, you know, it's gonna happen tomorrow, so just calm down. You know, calm down. Calm down. That's what they're saying. Though, it's it's gonna be okay. Well, I tell you, Mr. Arthur, we're gonna start out. We're gonna kick off our show for the evening. Uh, We're so honored to have one of the board members of the League of Women Voters that's going to be on with us uh, briefly. She's going to be working the polls, so she's not going to stay, but just just a short period of time. 
but she, I'm sure, has a message from the League of Women Voters. We know it's a nonpartisan group. And uh, so, Ms. Ruby Kendrick, are you there? I am. Good How evening. Are you? How are How's you? How's everyone? Welcome. Good evening. Well, How you great. Doing? Thank you, and welcome to Marvelous Monday. It's great to have you stop by uh, to give us some words of wisdom and anything that you'd like to share with us in regards to uh, tomorrow's voting day. Wow. Um, we're still uh, so important to still advocate and, and, and get out there and encourage people to get to the poll. Certainly the results from early voting uh, has been very encouraging, but um, still a lot of folks that obviously haven't voted, as you heard Dr. McKellar say, I believe we've had about 95, 97,000 um, here in uh, Smith County. Uh, that have already participated in the process, which is definitely, definitely encouraging. But um, it is still important. And, of course, you know, the, the purpose of the league, obviously, our, our mission, again, is empowering voters and making democracy work. And certainly given this uh, COVID pandemic, you know, our, <clears throat> excuse me, our method of operation, as with everyone else, uh, had to change um, from the total face-to-face what we would be doing. Um, I'm proud to say that here in, in Tyler, the Smith County organization um, partnered with our uh, minority uh, coalition leaders to help facilitate some voter registration processes. And, of course, um, our resources that are available online are definitely um, very informative, very useful. Our uh, vote 411 um, app was one that everyone could, again, find out if they were registered to vote, uh, uh, get information uh, about uh, vote by mail and applications and all of those things. And certainly there are a lot of other uh, groups out there that, that were doing some of the similar things, but um, no doubt that <clears throat> gave our committed um citizens uh, opportunity to to know um, all of our information is always credible and and uh, just gave them tools to be able to um, continue to make sure that there would not be any problems and no surprises uh, one of our greater tools which we were uh, a little late getting this time is is our voters guide um, okay. we here and and so that was we received those about a week and a half ago, and so they were distributed in the libraries here in Smith County. So Tyler, Texas, Lindale, again, all of the, the, the county libraries and uh, the Glass Center here, um, University of Texas, one of the libraries there. And so, but it was also online. So, sure. um, but there are people that still like to have that hard, that hard copy. <laughs> and so they exactly. can touch and feel. <laughs> and exactly. uh, that 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 is an awesome resource because it gives information about all of the candidates that are on the ballot, you know, both, again, for the national election and 
the state elections. Okay. So, okay, so then let me ask you this question, uh, Ms. Kendrick. So then the, your organization is called the League of Women Voters. So that does not mean that you just push women voters. Tell us oh, a little bit more. Oh, no, but, okay. no. That is interesting yeah. because, you, you know, I, I, I should always <laughs> use that as a, as a kind of a lead-in because I, I realize that people hear women and they think, well, what they think is, number one, men can't be members, but that's not true either. And certainly it's not. <laughs> Uh, it's not just pushing women voters. It's, it's everyone. It is yes. everyone. And certainly um, um, across the country and certainly, um, you know, across the country, there are various chapters and of various sizes. Our chapter here in Smith County um, is small. And um, we are the other big thing that I'm really proud of is that uh, the organization as a whole has definitely um, made it very visible and 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 have advertised their commitment to diversity, uh, inclusion, and equality in respect to the organization and how it's run and what right. what is um, available. I mean, in, in reaching out to everyone and the. Certainly, the chapter here in Tyler is 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 moving forward and uh, really wanting to um, definitely break those chains, for lack of a better word, and um, you know embrace and and begin to um, be more visible in all of the community of Smith County. And right. So, so primarily. You you don't of course you're nonpartisan and you don't support any uh, candidates or any political Correct. party. Your primary thing is that you work towards specific issues. Is that right? Uh, concerning specific your issues that Im- that impact the community. Uh, right. And um, basically, an, a group could take on you know something that is very uh, uh, important as far as. A particular issue for for instance um, right now mental health and certainly with with COVID uh, that has obviously become one of the uh, outliers or not outliers but one of the results of of some additional issues for people and we are looking and so when we think in terms of just mental health resources here in our area they are actually uh, not as not as prevalent as in some areas, and so right. that is um, one of our um, one of the the areas that we have looked at in and looking at um, having a forum uh, to talk about some of those issues and and do some uh, research about get more information to the citizens of the community uh, as much as possible, trying to educate, inform, and then advocate. For, sure. Uh, more sure. resources in that respect, but you know, gathering the statistics and and just really knowing exactly what is going on, what is available, and um, advocating for our community for more services. Sure, and and I not, I know that um, one of your your missions or your oh say your principles uh, is to create a, a perfect a democracy because we know uh, that. 
democracy is important. That's that's I say democracy is on the ballot because we've seen a lot of a lot of things happening uh, in our country. So it's great to have organizations that are pushing uh, for equality across the board and diversity. And I, let me mention that you you're a board member, and I believe that uh, there's another African American that is on the the board here. Right. So you have yes, a uh, LaRonda Hamilton was just yes, really it was just appointed to fill a seat that was vacated, and so uh, and you know it's 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 changing the image because um, once again it really shows the need for the diversity and and inclusion because you know people when I tell them you know I'm a member of the league they're like what really okay. Uh, so how did you know? Right. So the, the the overall image and what what they've seen or not seen maybe as far as right. um, them being you know advocates totally in the community and being visible, visible. Sure, uh, I know, you know that Miss Yolanda. So excited, right? Yolanda Prince. Yolanda I believe Prince, was, right. was the only only one actually on that board because I, I must admit I'm a, I'm a non-active member uh, but but Miss Yolanda Prince I think has been active in the league for quite some time she and has. then yourself and, yes and then uh, of course uh, Miss LaRonda and I didn't realize that Miss LaRonda had been appointed to the board right and actually and certainly building membership is is uh is important, and we're going to really um, try to um, do some recruitment and, and get people more informed and, and hopefully um, inspire them to come and be a part. But actually, um, we can you can actually be a committee member and help with uh, activities and events, right. actually, without right. being an official member of the organization, which is, which is quite, you know, quite unusual. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. And so I I began recruiting on that level. So. Very good. And so we, so you may want to give that pitch, uh, but before you do, uh, I have your fraternity brother that's on. He's one of the co-hosts and I don't know if he has any questions for you. And then of course, we're so honored to have tonight uh, with us, uh, uh, our sorority sister, uh, Judge Elizabeth uh, Frizzell. And I, I'm going to check to see if she's on and we're going to bring her in and let her say hello to you. Uh, you got a chance to say hello to her, but, but uh, Judge Frizzell, are you on yet? Judge May Frizzell. I mention one more thing before I go? Yeah. Oh, by all means, we want you to mention. Okay. And I'm the, sure the, that... the one... <laughs> no, I just wanted to let you know that one of the, the uh, forums that we uh, completed a couple of weeks ago, we did one um, on the Electoral College. Um, okay. And, yeah, and so that was um, very well attended, and we had three uh, panelists um, that were part of of the conversation. Um, Jasmine Crockett, who is African-American female from Dallas, Texas, an attorney, uh, who is going, everybody, you guys know Jasmine? Anyone know yeah. Jasmine? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She was. She was one of our panelists, um, and then a professor from uh, one of the universities in Houston. I just drew a blank 
on her name and another I gotta professor. Take, I got to go take some other stuff out there. Hey, excuse me. Uh, do y'all have any black officers yeah. up here in Dallas? I'll be. Do, you have any, do you have any black officers up here in the, in the league, up here in Dallas? Uh, it's possible. I must admit I, I'm I'm not familiar with every everyone yet. I will say this. Uh, the president of the uh, national organization uh, mm-hmm. uh, is black. She was is just uh, elected. Mm-hmm. She right. was just elected okay. at the uh, annual meeting that occurred okay. in July. That's right. Okay. That's right. So and I was trying, that, that's the plus. I was the, trying the to pull her name forward. But the one I call this, the one I end up at CP coalition mm-hmm. partners up here in Dallas, and, and I right. worked with them over the years. And I worked with most years, and, and, I, and I and I hadn't and I hadn't seen no, you know nobody black. That's why I was, I was asking that. Well, so no, and I, I'm yep, yep. That I I I must say I'm I'm not necessarily surprised at that, but hopefully, hopefully, um, that will change. Um, mm-hmm. And again, and I think to a certain extent, you know, certainly um, perhaps the outreach has not been as as um, you know actively recruiting, you know, probably hasn't been. But I also think that, you know, just like for me, you know, just thinking, you know, that, oh, okay, League of Women Voters, oh, okay, uh, and, you know, profile, you know, of, of, of the folks that are active here in, here in Tyler, it definitely is mm-hmm. an older group of white women. That's mostly who's been a part of the League of Women Voters have right, been right. with pure white women that have mm-hmm. been. That, that have time and you know they're all <laughs> most of them are retired and right. so um, uh, uh-huh. so again it's, 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 it's that, you know, so therefore I guess it's just not a group that you think oh okay Want to check that out? Want to be a part? Yeah. I'm going to tell so, you, but, if you can pause for just a minute, uh, Miss Kendrick. I want to bring the judge in, Judge Elizabeth Prezell. Uh, if you press one and come on in and join the conversation before your sorority sister takes off. <laughs> judge, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you. Greetings. Good evening. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing great. We're just so happy doing, to Judge? have you. <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Yes, your oh, fraternity brother, and now you have your, your your sorority sisters here pushing and prodding. And so I'm a, I want Miss Kendrick to step away from the League of Women Voters, and we can have a little bit of a conversation since uh, since she came in to talk about. She's on the board, so we want to separate her from that now, and we can have just a, a regular conversation before she takes off. Judge, it's so great to have you on with us this evening. We're so excited. We've been pushing and pulling uh, your name all over the weekend out there. We had an amazing car caravan. We had 40 cars in our caravan, and we were pushing all of the candidates candidates that we're supporting here in Smith County and Tyler, Texas. Welcome to Marvelous well, Thank May. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sora Shirley. And thank you to everyone on the call for all the hard work that you are doing. I just appreciate it so much. I talked to the other six candidates who are running statewide on the Democratic ticket, three for Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, and four for Supreme Court. 
And this is the first time we've had a slate of seven Democrats to even run statewide in over 22 years. And it has just been so refreshing to go throughout the state physically before COVID during the primary races and then just resume since March 13th and meet so many different people that are excited to see our names on the ballot, excited to have a choice, and I think people are ready for a change. But we definitely can't do it without people like you who are getting the word out for us. And there have been so many people throughout the state of Texas that have been helping us. I was just on a Zoom call today with many of the ministers in Dallas who were talking to their parishioners about the importance of voting and if they haven't voted already to make sure that they vote tomorrow and bring all their friends and family members out to vote along with them. And the day before that, I was on a Zoom call with um, uh, Mayor Sylvester Turner, who was my law school professor at Thurgood Marshall School of Law. Oh, is that And right? I was in school. Yes. <laughs> I was in school cool. years ago at Thur- Thurgood Marshall. He taught me how to try a case. And I remember oh, wow. he was a state rep then, and now That's he's right. the mayor of Houston. And yeah. uh, Carole Robinson was also on the call. He was the president of the chair of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. He's been pushing very hard for me to get to the highest criminal court and be the first black female ever on the highest criminal court in the state of Texas, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, as well as Judge Stacey Williams, who will be the first black female on the Supreme Court in the state of Texas. Uh, This is a first for us to be running, and it will be historic tomorrow when they announce, um, hopefully, that we're the winners of these races because it's time. It's time out of the 27 years I've been practicing law and the 20 years I've been a judge on every level, most of the defendants who have appeared in front of me have been African-American. We're 13% of the population, but 39% of the population within the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. And it's time to make sure that we're not just in front of the bench. We can be behind the bench making those important decisions as well. So keep up the good work. I appreciate everything you're doing. Continue to tell everyone to go out and vote, not just for Elizabeth Brazell for Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, but for all the judges who are running. I'm encouraging everyone to vote all the way up and all the way down the ballot. This will be the first time that we have no more straight ticket voting. So there's really no statistics we can compare this race to. So that's why we're going above and beyond. We just got to win double, triple, quadruple the numbers so that we can make sure we're successful tomorrow night when they announce at 7 p.m. who's the winner. So thank you all so much for all of your work and keep up the good work. Beautiful. Well, Judge, I think we have a common, we have a common cause here and that is for the greater good of all mankind. This voting is, and I say all the time, it's a sacred thing uh, to be able to do. And so we all have to push and pull and make sure that it happens. I don't know if, uh, uh, Ms. Kendrick, if you have a question for the judge or, or your fraternity brother has a question before you take off. I know that, that it's been taxing for you. We got, you had an early day uh, tomorrow, but if there's any, anybody that has any questions for the judge before she leaves, uh, feel free to go ahead and ask that question right now. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. I, I can tell you have something. <laughs> no, I just want to say, I just want, no, I just want to say, I just want Lucky Alpha, man, I'm sitting there with three AKAs. I know the brother's jealous, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 
he's hilarious. Well, Judge, I, but but let, let me just say, I wanted to talk a little bit tonight. We were going to talk a little bit about this voter uh, intimidation, and so we we've seen it uh, when we were on our car van. We had uh, uh, Miss Kendrick was on was there with us. We had forty cars, and but then when we ended. And then I went on south. There was about 50 motorcycles of people just doing all kinds of things, blocking the streets. And then we heard about what happened with the the Biden-Harris bus that was down. Is that not against law? And there a federal law to speak against voter intimidation? Can Can you tell us a little bit about that in regards to that? Yes, absolutely. Voter intimidation is illegal. And believe you me, there will be voter protection out there in full force tomorrow. In fact, I just talked to uh, Representative Boris Miles, uh, our senator here in the state of Texas, yesterday on a Zoom call. And he's been talking to a lot of the brothers to make sure that they protect everyone, male, female. uh, If anyone feels like they're being intimidated at the polls, And I know he said his goal was females because he felt like that was the target because there were a lot of men who were lined up. And um, some of them said they were all right. Some of them had Trump signs. They had their AK-47, AR-47. Well, there are brothers who are going to be lined up with their AKs and ARs. And we have legal open carry in the state of Texas. So you're allowed to go to the polls, and just like they may be intimidating, we have the right to have people there to make sure they do not intimidate, as long as they do it within the bounds of the law, if they're licensed to carry. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of sisters who are licensed to carry. You know, yes, I, I've yes, been over yes, there. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, yeah, we are. Yeah, I've been over to the gun range, and many of them, it's sisters all lined up. So yes. as long as everybody's within their legal rights, they're allowed to do that. In fact, uh, there were a few people that were helping with my campaign. They were out putting up signs in the Fort Worth area the other day, and they had some voter intimidation going on. And right after that, there were plenty of brothers who showed up in line, all black, berets, and they were licensed to carry. And all the voter intimidation stopped and the other group left. So just understand there is protection there. You can always contact the election judge and let them know. Make sure you report that if you feel like you're being intimidated because you have an absolute constitutional right to vote free from intimidation. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for that. I just actually just got a text message asking, can I find another more election judges? So anybody that's listening out there that are interested and working, it's not too late. Uh, We still need people. We have a lot of polling booths right across uh, Smith County, Judge. And so uh, we've been working really hard to put all the team members together, but we cannot have enough of people. My my final question to you is that why do we need – uh, an AK, anything at a polling booth. That I, I'm just overwhelmed. Uh, and then I was really overwhelmed to see what happened uh, with the uh, Biden-Harris bus as they were touring and going down 35 and shut down everything, uh, pulled into uh, that bus trying to deter it from moving. Somebody could have been hurt and somebody will get hurt if we don't do something and stop uh, this kind of thing from happening. But Well, the Republicans it. changed the laws a couple of years ago after some of the mass shootings, and instead of trying to make sure that there aren't so many firearms, especially lethal firearms who, that are used for military purposes, 
instead of yeah. trying to remove those from the hands of different people, they added um, a, a different addition to the law so that you could not just have concealed carry, which is what it used to be. UCW mm-hmm. uh, used to be concealed carry. Now you have open right. carry. Open. So their yeah. solution was to get more guns out there. And, exactly. um, so now each side has weapons, and that's how we got to this point. Right. Right. Okay. Ms. Kendrick, did you have any questions of the judge before we let her go? Uh, no, you actually, that was one thing that was on my, her my, my mind was about the, the whole gun carrying thing and, 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 you know, safety tomorrow. So that that right. was it. Right. Very good. Well, Judge, listen, we want to wish you all the very, very best. We have Judge Stacey Williams that's going to be coming in. Uh, she's on a Zoom right now. She's going to come in a little bit later on. Uh, but uh, we just so appreciate you stopping by to see us. And we wish you all the very, very best on tomorrow. And we want to be celebrating uh, this time tomorrow night. Uh, we will already know. And we've had so many people voting, early voting. We should already know. And that's my, I say this all the time. Uh, at the end of early voting, we should already know who's going to win. And it looks very good on behalf of Texas and, and the party affiliation that you have. And, and I say all the time, I'm, I'm a Democrat, so I push Democratic candidates. Uh, so, uh, so I don't have to. I, I don't have to be partisan. You are a Democrat that push good people. You are a That's Democrat exactly that correct. people that love human beings and our taxes. Judge, I want to thank you for being on the show. And there was only oh one thing that I, I want to add. And if, and I, if want I could add, add one other thing, let me give you all my like, contact information. If anyone reports voter intimidation, would you please tell them to go to FrizzellForJudge.com? I know people who are part of a statewide network of voter protection. If you go to Frizzell, the number 4.com, F-R-I-Z-E-L-L, ForJudge.com, FrizzellForJudge.com, shoot me an email. I will get it to the voter protection people and we'll make sure that you're protected Everyone's vote is protected, and we can send people, teams of lawyers, we have people ready to go, and we can send them to that polling location to make sure people do have an opportunity to exercise their right to vote. For Zell, for judge.com. Thank Absolutely. you so much for that, Judge. So go ahead. Uh, Bishop, so, was that you speaking? Yes, and she's absolutely right. Uh, I would like to let everyone know that Ombudsman International and National Ombudsman is working with uh, the Justice Department. And if there is voter intimidation, even though uh, this administration is going out, there's going to be a new administration coming in, and they will enforce the election codes uh, that say that you cannot uh, bring weapons to an election uh, uh, booth. You can't intimidate people, and they will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law under the new administration. Now, um, in a lot of places, they have already uh, started to prepare. You know, I I know that we have brothers and sisters with guns. When you are winning, you don't have to shoot at people. Uh, Even though though I, I will say these people have made it very clear uh, two weeks ago, I turned into the FBI uh, the email 
the information that went out on YouTube and Instagram of the Proud Boys uh, threatening to shoot and kill people, and if Trump doesn't win, they were going to bring it to the people. They were going to bring it to them. And Black Lives Matter, uh, we're going to bring it to you. So I felt this was a threat, and I took to the FBI in California and told them we have a fiduciary responsibility to make sure that we prosecute these types of threats. Uh, I want everyone out there, be careful, be careful. And as a registered Republican, I have made it very, very well known to everyone that I have received emails every day from the Trump campaign telling me to vote by mail. They know Mm, that vote by mail is an appropriate way to vote. He has tried every way he can to steal this election and to bring some type of dark cloud over vote by mail. I posted it on my Facebook. I posted it out in the public. I said, if this was the case where he believed that people are going to be defrauding and whatever, remember, he said, Vote by mail, then go try to vote too. That's a felony. Yeah. Why would somebody? Yeah. Why would a, a responsible elected official tell someone to do that? So he knows that it's over. We want you to be safe. Most people have already voted. Right. I will be voting tomorrow on live. Live. I will be voting tomorrow to let people know that it's over. But I would, I would tell you this. If someone is pointing a gun at you, threatening you, videotape it and get it to the FBI. You can go to the email address and get it to the judge, but I am telling you, file because when the new administration comes in, all of these acts of violence, all of these acts of intimidation will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And right. one last thing, this is just a, a disclosure. Listen, we want you to live. We want you to live. These people have been practicing uh, militia-type uh, uh, shooting for quite some time. Get your vote in. Don't get distracted. That's if you it. can mail it in or put it in a, a, a official mailbox that it can be counted, do that. This is not a time for us to be pushing back on on these bigots and racists and retarded people that are out there wanting some trouble. The reason why they're willing to do this now is because they know they have lost. And if they can bring uh, 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 some type of civil war or some type of actions that would cause everyone to be in a disarray, remember this idiot is going to be in office until January 23rd regardless. Okay? So – there's a lot of stuff that has to take place. Even though he started, he started uh, making calls as the president the day after he was elected. I don't believe that he will give up the office uh, that that easily. No, he's not going to go. He's not going to go away that easily. Yeah. Well, I've told people that you know he may have another Aaliyah situation uh, with, with with one of the uh, uh, Air Force Ones. He'll have so much gold and money on the damn plane that the plane won't even get up off the ground trying to get to Russia. Now, that's just my, that's just my call. But, but, I will, but I will tell you this. Dr. McKellar, we have been out in these streets. And let me tell you, 
downtown Los Angeles is boarded up. Downtown uh, Beverly Hills is boarded up. That's what I heard. People are people recognize that this is a time of disorder. Yes. The right. devil right. is a very disorderly person. Yeah. Okay. There's no God yeah. in the White House right now. There's no God in the White House. You're talking about taking God out of the school. But God has been taken out of the, the White House. Uh, the White so, House. That's true. Well, God-fearing people recognize that we have won. There are a lot of people that I have talked to, Doc, that told me they were embarrassed to be a police officer. They were yeah. embarrassed to be white. They were embarrassed yeah. to be an American. They were embarrassed. This man has right. brought back the 1930s. Yeah. And and, yeah. and, and, and and he has been making one thing happen. He has made the Great Depression again. He's made America Great Depression again. Yeah. And yeah. this is the one time that we get to say, Donald, you're fired. So And that won't that be wonderful. Yes. It's going to happen. I just I came on to let you all know we have to be careful. I'm though. so glad we you have did to that. Be safe. We have to we be miss safe. You. We miss you too. And and you know I I, I told uh, some of my friends I said you know what I know what she's doing. We're out here in these streets. We're we're, we're yeah. down here. We, hey, I've been in, in San Diego all for the last couple of days. We have to get people. If you know anybody in Philadelphia, call them, tell them to go and grab three people that have not voted and make them vote. If you know anybody Wait, in Arizona, we've got the McCain's down there. We got, I want to thank yeah. you for the shout out to the McCain family. They have been out there right. working with them, making sure yeah. that all of the ASU yeah. uh, uh, alumni get out there, get their family members out there to vote. If you know anybody that is away uh, to college out in, at, at, in Arizona State, Call them if they're in Phoenix. Call them and let them know, listen, we need you to go get five people that have not voted and get them to vote tomorrow. And, you know, well, well, that's well, what Bishop, you know, we know plenty of people in, in, in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. You may remember my that's daughter right. was educated right. there, and it's boarded up there in Philadelphia as well. That's right. It's boarded up every, yeah. you know, everywhere yeah. that these people are, um, that, they, that they, they, they have already, you know, last night, or yesterday, they were down in Oak Cliff, and they had to get right. escorted out of there. But, but, but this, this, is a, a, this is to distract people. This is to yeah. make people afraid. You know, bringing guns to – oh, did you all know that there is a black man that is over the Texas State Elections Commission right now? I did not know that. A Democrat, absolutely. The Republican, she quit. After three uh, uh, lawsuits, and she's still in court over uh, 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 not removing the unofficial um, voter boxes and uh, right. I remember that. that right. Yeah. Right. So she quit. She resigned. She resigned. So right wow. now, to this date, you have a black Democrat who is over the elections in Texas. He has sworn today that he will make sure that every question is answered, that every T is crossed and every dot, every I is, is dotted to ensure that democracy in Texas. You guys are going to swing Texas from a purple state to a blue state. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. I believe it. I believe it. So, yeah. hey, we just got to hey, – you know what? I'm going to tell you something, Dr. McKellar. You better get your okay. boots on, girl, because you might be going to Washington, D.C. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, Bishop! You know, I, I told you I got these. I told you I got these letters from from D.C. The Democratic Party asking me to run again. They said, "Run again! Hey. This is it. This is going to be the year." Hey, that's what they said. I am with you. This is the year. It's Louis. Louis is shaking in his. Uh, yeah. uh, do you do you know Bishop? He's advertising. He's got ads on the television. He's got signs. He's never done that before. Of never. Okay. And he is never so glad that you're not in the. But see, in two years, see, no. that's the wonderful thing. Every two years, you got to do it again. This time, that's with right. your a sister and my friend, we can give him the run that he needs. Right for his money. That's right. Well, you know, at this point, <laughs> it's the people are tired of nothing. They've gotten absolutely nothing from me. Nothing. Yeah. And my 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 hope and desire is that we can bring America back to a place of civility. You know, Dr. McKelly, yeah. you've taught me so much. You you say how much I've taught. Let me tell you, you taught me so much because you, from the inception of getting involved in politics, you have said, I want to continue to be a public servant, not a politician. Right. And I can tell you one thing. I've been working around politics since I was 13 years old. Right. And you're one of the only persons I know that had a doctorate degree that went back to school to study <laughs> political science. And I tell people that all the time. Say, <laughs> she said, I'm not going to have my staffers knowing more than me when I go to Congress. <laughs> you know, exactly. I tell you what, you will be going to Congress because you guys have a lot of work to turn this around. Yeah, I look we do. Forward to, I we look keep forward working. To, well, Bishop, you've been, you've been amazing. I, I tell people all the time, I don't know if, if those that are still on, if they, they know that you're, you are why I ran for Congress. I, that was not on my radar at all. And, uh, and they say, you mean someone that's in the Republican Party pushed you to run? I said, yes, he did, because he looked at me not as a party uh, what party that I was registered with, he looked at what what he thought was in me that I didn't I see. Saw, I saw a soldier that care about people. And my Republican friends, they always tell me, they say, you know, I think you're just in our, in our, in our party to be a I say, listen, let me tell you something. The last thing I would give up in my lifetime is my ghetto pass, and my Republican <laughs> Party affiliation. That's right. Because I get to yeah. sit there, and I get to see the hypocrisy. I watched the president of this United States of America say that he feels like the Democrats are going to cheat, and he wants people to know he doesn't believe in this. And then in the same token, I was getting text messages telling me to vote by mail, vote by mail, vote by mail. Wow. And, you know, to, to know that he would tell <laughs> – the uh, uh, White House appointed to slow down the mail so yeah. that that mail can't be. This is these these are things. This is treason. I mean, the things that are being done have brought America to the world attention as to say, are they really the superpower? Are they really this this 
country that they purport to be. We've right. lost all of the respect that we had as a country uh, in the eyes of the world. And I'm, I am ashamed. I am ashamed. I'm ashamed as well. I am I, I'm, I'm totally ashamed. So I, I would like people to know that it's more of us than it is of them. Yeah. And I remember, yep. I, I remember when Republicans and Democrats could uh, have disagreements. Yeah. And I want to thank once again the McCain family for coming out and saying, "Listen, this is not about Republicans and Democrats. This is about a fight for our democracy." That's and we it. believe that Ms. Harris and Mr. Biden can bring back the integrity. Mm-hmm. Yes. To yes. the White House. And, and and let me let, let me tell you this. You know, there is such a divide and 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 I, I it it makes me nervous that people, young people, would be out with Trump uh signs and flags and saying the vile things that they're saying. And when they go back home, when they go back home, right? They are not able to appreciate any of the things that Trump is doing and stealing. They go back to their trailers. They go back to their houses. They go back to their unemployment. They go back to the lack of uh, of medical uh, uh, insurance. They go back to yeah. poverty, right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Trump, no concern for them. All of his policies have been against them. All of the policies have been against them. So how could you, in your right mind, support somebody who are giving tax breaks to the rich and talking to you and telling you, help me destroy the medical uh, insurance that you need to take care of yourself? This is crazy. Yeah, it I, is, it, it, and, and, and Bishop, but but I, what I could not get over as well is how they were going to toss out 127,000 ballots in Harris County. I mean, yeah. how are you going to throw out legitimate ballots of people? He has tried everything in the book to win he this election. He has tried everything, and I'm so glad. I want to give a shout-out to the mayor of Houston. Who has been a who has been a a, a strong uh, yes. statesman, and I'm yes. so glad that you know it's amazing because when he left the uh, House of Representatives to run mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that seat, people told him, right. "Sebastian, why don't you You know the state politics; they don't need you down there in, in city politics." Thank God that Sylvester came down. Yeah. He has been battling. Uh, this election, uh, 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 I can't think of her name, who just resigned, but the Republican that was over the state elections commission, he battled her so bad, he made that woman quit her job. But her wow. next, I didn't in, realize in, she had quit. Yes, her next in place was an African-American Democrat who now is the head official of the elections. And wow. I'm telling you, this 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 Sylvester has been battling and making yeah. sure that those ballots get counted. Now another thing that that I, I want people to know: you have a way 
to trace your ballot. Trace your ballot. Go online. Yeah. The postal service will right. have a way to trace your ballot. Trace your that's ballot. Right. Don't that's just right. drop your ballot in some place and let it be gone. Make sure that's why I'm going in tomorrow to push the the little sticker that was sticking the hole and the computer, whatever they got to do. I've been doing I don't care. And I told people I'm going to be there first thing in the morning. The rooster <laughs> is going to be crowing, and I'm going to be right there waiting to go in to vote like I've voted for the last 20-something years. I'm going to make sure that I walk in there and I give them my my vote. And it will be Very for good. Biden and Harris. You can best believe Very that. Good. Now, I'm tell you something. I talk to them. They're going to steal it again. They're going to steal it again. And the ballot didn't get to him before he passed. And I had to send the ballot back. And the reason why I had to send the ballot back because I didn't want him to vote and then he'd not be here. Right. So that's how he had to be. But he's sure, boy, I tell you. So my vote tomorrow will be for him. Because I know Very that good. he's going to be here to vote yes. Trump out and follow Trump. Yes, but, uh, I know we, it. We, I know it. <laughs> we have to. You know, but I'm going to tell you something. He's not in pain anymore, Dr. McKellen. That's, and and, I, and I that's tell you, what you have to appreciate. That's right. That's right. That's separate right. enough. That's right. Well, Bishop, it, it's just been great to, to hear from you tonight. I tell you, we we talked about you frequently, and we miss you, and we know that you've been having those boots out there on the ground in California making things happen over there. And uh, we've been doing the same here in Texas, and we keep fighting. Well, I know your guest is about ready to come on, but I wanted to let you know I'm always thinking about you. And, you, uh, so you know, you just, I'm just a phone call away. Uh, I, I'm always here. And you know that I got you back 100%. Let's talk after this Absolutely. election about your upcoming election for Congress. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you, you've inspired us. You, you, you really have. Yeah. And so what do you think about that young man named Collins, uh, Bishop, your, your nephew? That's a, that is an amazing gentleman, isn't it? He is, well, uh, listen, he's captured all of our hearts. Yes, he has. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. We are living in a time where we get to pass the baton to the next generation. And it is my it is my pleasure to do that. I was on with Bill uh, the other day, and I was talking to his dad today. And his dad is like my, I mean, he is my brother. My, his dad, we yes. talked more than me and Jill now, working on things uh, nationwide for our young people. And, you know, right. it doesn't take us a long time to to um, recognize that we're not here forever. And we have That's to right. pass the baton. And we have to pass the baton. And I'll tell you this, mm-hmm. I am very, very, very proud of my nephews, my, my godsons, what? nationwide. Um, yeah. And I am proud that there's an example that women have, that sisters have uh, yes. from the AKA. I have seen AKA. I've seen some of the other uh, sororities and fraternities out there, but I've seen on the battlefield out here in California, down in Arizona, and I didn't go to Pennsylvania because I'm concentrating on California and Arizona. 
There's okay. much to win here. But I can tell you, you can really rest assured that your sisters are working. I know your that. Your sisters are working. Yeah. Nice yeah. to make sure yeah. that, you know, we need, we need to have a team in this country. Amen? That's right. Amen. Okay, I digress. That's great. Thank you so much for that. You've you've inspired us, and uh, and we keep moving, we keep working, and and we're gonna get where we need to be, and we're gonna get there all together. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Don't forget. Don't don't be so long next time, Bishop. Don't take so long to come back and see us again. Cause this, this this is still this, this marvelous Monday is still part of uh, Bishop L.J. Dillon. That's right. I'm a host that, that, that had the ghost. Well, no, <laughs> let me tell you something. Every year that we've been doing this, we've been doing this for what, seven years now? Every that year, is. during at least, right? So every mm-hmm. year um, during election time, I t- I'm, listen, there's work to be done. And yes. I'm, I'm going to tell you, if we all do our part, I have to take responsibility that when uh, and you helped me with this, uh, Dr. McKellar. When Hillary ran, I didn't do all of the things that I uh, did when Barack Obama. I am right. the founder of Republicans for Barack Obama. When I first right. started supporting Senator Barack Obama, the Democrats, the the, the Democrat uh, Black Caucus, were not behind him. They were behind right. the senator Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got behind him. I brought him to churches in, in California. We, we started off, I just knew that this was the man. I fought, right. I fought McKean, which is why I'm so glad that the family and I have reconceived uh, our, our, our love for one another. I fought, yeah. you remember, because you were saying, you were saying I can't say things about McCain. He's a, he's a soldier. I can't, I was like, I don't care. I'm going to flip him, I'm going to flip him. And I fought him, and I fought him, and I fought him. And then when it came around to Romney, I fought Romney. Oh, I beat, I fought Romney. And, and, and then when it came around for Hillary's turn to run against Trump, I didn't fight as hard. I, I, I didn't go out and do the things that I'm doing now because I realized this is important. You have to get right. You have to get out. You have to walk. You got to call people yeah. that you know. You got to call people that you know that are slow. You know, you got to people that are slow. This is the Tuesday or tomorrow. So you have to make the people vote. You have to call them and say, listen, I'm going to pick you up. I got some food in my car. Let's roll down here. I'm going to stop and get some food. We like out to vote. So what I'm going to ask the people that can listen and hear me today, if you're up, use your phone tonight to fly <laughs> Tomorrow, when you get up, you take five people to the polls that haven't got to the polls yet. Yes. If you do that, I guarantee you you're doing your point. But if you don't we're going to make it happen. Hey, you feel, you feel like I felt for the last four years. I felt <laughs> like a first time. We've all, we've all felt that in, in the last four years. We all. But, but, but I'm a Republican. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I feel like I well, I feel like I had this this uh, committed treatment. <laughs> anyway, don't <laughs> Call me if you need me. Okay. We'll be calling you. We'll be calling you. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And I'm I'm going to jump in. And those those people who are listening, if you could put your phone on mute, we can hear your conversations in the background, please, uh, until you get ready to speak. Uh, if you please, we we appreciate it. So, okay, well, Bishop, it was great to have you come in. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about a, a few subjects. I think we have uh, uh, Judge Stacy Williams that may be on with us now. I'm gonna uh, send a message out uh, to see if uh, she's there. I think I heard may have heard her in the background. Uh, Judge Williams, are you on with us yet? Judge Stacy Williams. She's going to be coming in on the second half of the show. It's 8.55 now. And so, Ms. Rihanna, if you can play our advertisement uh, uh, right now, and then uh, then we'll see uh, if Judge is ready to come on. I don't know if Ms. Rihanna is close by, if she can play the uh, ad one more time. The Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, as you know, I proudly serve as the uh, president of the East Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. And so we're pushing and pulling. We've gone past uh, the early voting, and we have done amazing here in Smith County. We're just so proud. Yes, the judge is on. Judge, would you come on in and say hello to us? We'll, we'll hold off on that advertisement, uh, Ms. Rihanna, until the end of the show. Uh, judge, uh, say hello to everybody that's out there, and we appreciate you coming in and just tell us a little bit about you and, and, and what you plan on seeing on tomorrow evening this time, the celebration that we're already working on that. But, Judge, are you there? Judge Williams. I just got her text that she is on. So, Judge, if you press 1, and uh, that will put you in the queue, and I believe Ms. Rihanna will have your, uh, have your line open. Go ahead, Judge. Judge Williams? Okay. Judge, we can hear you. I can hear you in the background. Judge Williams? Okay. Judge says she's on. Go ahead, Judge. And we want to hear from you, Judge Stacey Williams. So let me just say that for for any of you that still want to make those last-minute donations, uh, still even at the end of Election Day on tomorrow evening, there still may be outstanding bills and things that candidates may have to pay. Uh, so, so Judge Williams' uh, website is www.judgestacy, with an I, S-T-A-C-I, dot com. So we're, uh, we're we're still raising money for our judges. We have uh, two African-American females who are running. Uh, judge Stacy is running on the Supreme Court, and then Judge Brazil, as you heard early on, is running for the Court of Criminal Appeals. So it's great to see these candidates who have stepped out and stepped up and, and have given themselves to run for these public offices. Judge Stacy Williams, are you there? Judge Williams, I can hear you in the background. So if you press one, and I think that'll put you in the And then we're going to find out where Mr. Arthur is. Mr. Arthur, are you still there with us? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Yes, okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with, with the judges um, with the, because she's letting me know that she is on, but I don't know why we cannot hear her. And Ms. Rihanna, if you're, if you're there and you can open her line, 
so that we can make sure that we hear her because I can hear her in the background and hear the moving around, but I but she's not coming through and voicing anything. So, Ms. Arthur, let's go back to talk a little bit about intimidation, and I'm going to uh, send a message out to uh, her. It was great to have Bishop Guillory to stop by. It's been a long time uh, since uh, since we've been able to talk with him, and it's great to know that he is, as always, out there working uh, all over California. Uh, you can guarantee he's p- probably one of the most active political persons that I know. Uh, and, that, uh, and, 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 uh, I was going to ask him where that guy was, but y'all was going so good. I said, no, nah, I don't want to bother <laughs> Which guy? <laughs> you meant that, that, that guy that was going to come on the radio show? You remember his oh, screen was oh. going to come on a radio show? Oh, you, remember him? you mean you, our, you, 612, our 612? We should have invited 612 if you're listening tonight. Uh, you can press uh, 1 and come into the queue and talk to us as well. Uh, Judge Stacy just sent me a message said that it says that she's in the queue, but for some reason uh, we could not hear. So ask her to hang up and, and try again. Yes, and, yes uh, I would hang up. Yeah, to, to start it all up all over again. Uh, and so, yeah. so six one two area code. If you um, if you're out there, uh, we'd have you. We'd be happy to have you join in with us tonight. We're talking about voter intimidation. We're talking about voter suppression, and and we can see that uh, that we have a lot of that going on out there. But Mr. Arthur, did you know that uh, that our, our, our person in Austin has stepped down, and they had appointed. Uh, the black gentleman, the Democrat, to take over that position. Bishop keeps up no, with everything. Something. Yeah, that's something. You know that, that? Well, like I said, you know, he probably uh, Michael Cooper, he's on also. Oh, wonderful! Good evening, uh, Bishop Cooper. How are you doing, Pastor Cooper? Press one and jump in with us. I don't know why we're having a difficulty in getting people in the queue tonight. Are you there, mm-hmm. Pastor Cooper? Press one. I'm not even sure what's happening with uh, Judge Stacy Williams because we never had this kind of problem before. And uh, well, maybe we don't we're not. Maybe we're going to probably be back in a minute. So she'll probably be back in okay. a minute. Probably straighten it out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we we used to have Miss Rihanna to run that board for us, and so uh, I don't know. She usually will open up. So what's happening probably is that she all the lines are not open up. So that they can mm. jump right in, even though they press one, if she has the lines closed at the board, right. then they're not going to be able to get in. So let me send her a message to ask her to uh, open up the lines. And, and we have Ms. Sharon Barry, our vice chair of the um, Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, and she was in as well and not able to get on. Is Ms. Uh, Carvana? Cloud, are you on right now? Attorney Carvana Cloud, are you on with us? Yeah, we need Miss we need Miss Rihanna in here to open yeah, up our. Let's yeah, talk about that violence up. for a minute, though. Maybe talk about violence yeah. for a minute. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know all that craziness. Uh, basically, like I said again, you, you know this is like, you know, you got to look at it in the context of the Civil War. You might tell you about it never ended. It's just another iteration. Yes. So so here we are again. You know, South gonna rise again. You know, uh, you know they you know they want to put up statues again. You know, and so forth and so on. So you know, basically, 
uh, you know, our white brothers and sisters are going to have to uh, sit down and, 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 you know, and go ahead and just decide to do the right thing. Because until they come together, you know, when the elephants rumble, the grass gets trumpled. Right now, like I said, they keep trumping on, you know, they keep trumping on us. So, you know, they need to get together and actually get, get their mind right about all that. They just need to go and acknowledge the reality. And then let's go ahead and get on with it. Instead of having everybody have to play stupid so they can feel good, you know, which does nobody any good, which allows somebody like this this guy we got in the White House to be able to sneak into the political system. Why? Because he's a great big old uh, mask or tape, you know, over they, you know, uh, quote, they call it grievance. Okay. I call it the I call it the I call it the unfaithful husband coming home and jumping on the wife <laughs> before she can say anything. Okay. Okay. I I get that. Well, well, that's funny. The one thing that that is important, Mr. Arthur, is for for people to know what their rights are when they get to the voting booth. Um, and, and plenty of people, and, and let me use as an example about uh, about those, uh, Miss Rihanna, she's coming back, and so she's opening up the lines now. So let me ask, let me send a message to ask Stacy to call, uh, Judge Williams to call back in. But but here's, here's what has been happening here in our city is that people uh, are there, oh, Okay, everybody's trying to get through. So tell her, tell them that. Okay, I'm saying out there. So re- dial back in because now Miss Rihanna has opened up all the lines, and uh, so she should be able to to get back in now. Let me just send that message out there. But 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 Mr. Arthur, what's happening is that some of these who uh, prior uh, conviction, convictions uh, are telling. Uh, the people at the polling booth that they're they're prior uh, felons, and so because they're they're afraid, they want to make sure that that it's okay for them to vote because they they don't uh, they don't want uh, to end up back in prison again. Right. So well, uh, and so you can't blame them, but we're trying to educate them to say that it's not necessary for you uh, to tell them that because if you have your voter, if you have received a voter registration card, you're in good shape. Right. Well, again, you know, you know, vote suppression in Texas, you know, we lead the nation, have led the nation. So I'm glad to see we lead the nation and vote. So that's the only way we could bust out of this. And I'm hoping that, uh, that that what this uh, you know next is going to tell is going to put us in a position where we can actually uh, put some universal voting laws all across America, where right. Uh, right. Uh, you know Republicans won't have incentives to play these kinds of games. Exactly. Well, Mr. Arthur, we I believe we have Miss uh, Sharon Berry and. Attorney Cloud on with us tonight. Let me uh, just bring them in, and then we can continue the conversation. Ms. Sharon Berry, our Vice Chair of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, are you there? I am. I am. Good evening, everyone. Wonderful. Can you hear me? How are yes, you doing? How are you doing? Good evening, ma'am. Yes, welcome. Yeah, Mr. Arthur, you got all kinds of uh, sorority sisters coming in tonight. <laughs> How are you doing? I tell you, I'm running things. I'm. 
I'm the head. I'm the head eight right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the head A five A. Okay, go ahead, uh, uh, Miss Sharon, and introduce your guest. Or uh, I'm so happy that you're able Absolutely. to come in and be with us tonight. Yes, go ahead. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, as I said, I I wrote, I text you. I got a crisis. I just had, I put two of my work, my two of my workers were hospitalized, so I'm in the throes oh of trying to replace them. A uh, one, it was COVID related. The other one, um, she's a sickle cell. Um, uh, she's sickle cell anemic, and um, she's having some complications. So of course, um, I'm just trying to move people around to the right poles and. Sure. And just, you know, do the things that Cher has to do. And uh, I appreciate being with you all this evening. And um, I want to congratulate us, congratulate Texas for stepping up. Uh, Here in Houston County, we have, um, in 2016, we had like um, 7,300 people that turn out in 2016. We are just, I think, 56 shy of that number. And so it is absolutely, uh, we're 50 uh, uh, ballots shy of receiving all of our uh, absentee ballot by mail. So we're excited about tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And so everything I I can tell you, I'm going to let the expert do that. And not only is she a sorority sister, yes, attorney, (laughs) Cravena McLeod. You're inundated with them, yes. Yes. Look, when they say first, they didn't tell Look, when they say first, they didn't tell us where we had to stop. So we just covered the globe. So, and I asked her earlier. And a grip of sorority sisters. Go ahead. Yes. She is actually our um, representative in the Coalition of Black Democrats for our voter suppression. And so when I realized the uh, subject matter for this evening, I asked her, would she come on and uh, just kind of update us and, you know, give us some things that we can be aware of. You know, if those situations arrive, what we can do, uh, who we can call. I know the judge, um, Frizzell, uh, alluded to it early, early, and when the the, uh, when she said to send her the email or text, of course, then she would, of course, send it out to Attorney Cloud. So um, I'm going to let you all uh, let her tell you what she does best. And um, she's going to, we, we got a victory today, too, and she's going to tell you about that. So, um, Sora, can you come in, Sora Carvena? Why, McLeod? Absolutely. Hello, everybody. Hello. Don't hear me? Good evening, our sister. Good evening, Greg. Great, and welcome to the moment. We're excited to have you on tonight. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I want to first thank our vice chair, the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, uh, my soror, uh, (laughs) and just a a wonderful leader here in this state, uh, making sure that uh, we get our say back, that we turn Texas blue. Sharon Berry has been working in this space for years, and it's just an honor to be able to call her uh, friend and to fight alongside of her. You all, as you all been talking tonight, uh, it is clear that it is up to us to take our Mm -hmm. state back. It is up to us to 
get out the vote like we've never voted before. And it's also a challenge, given we're doing it in a pandemic, uh, a once-in-a-century type of pandemic that we've seen. But I tell you what, if I was ever inspired, if we were ever inspired, we should be inspired by what happened today in Houston, Texas. Uh, This morning, the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats filed an amicus brief in support of Chris Hollins, Harris County clerk, uh, you know, mm-hmm. because he was sued because mm-hmm. the Republican Party said that drive-through voting was illegal and unconstitutional. And they were yeah. wanting to out 127,000 votes. Uh, yeah. Now, let's, let's remember, we had drive-through voting all during the July primary. We mm-hmm. had driving voting all during the runoff election and this summer, That's right. but now the day before election day, it's illegal. He he wants to to invalidate <laughs> right. all of those mm-hmm. votes. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that. And, you know, we went to court today, and we basically said in no uncertain terms, we know what you're up to. We know what yeah. you're up to, and we're not going <laughs> to stand for it. And I tell you, it was it was historical to be in that courtroom today. I had chills throughout that entire proceeding. And the judge, I am so glad you all, they ruled in our favor, and they did, he dismissed that lawsuit. He and, we saw, and we saw you guys on, and, and, and sorority sister, we saw you guys on MSNBC. It showed, he, they, they did an interview with uh, clerks. Uh, Chris Holland and we were just jumping off the chain oh. up here in East Texas. <laughs> we saw him on television. Go ahead. This is beautiful. Well, and thank you, Sora. Listen, I mean, everybody was excited. This happened in Harris County, but because uh-huh. Harris Texas is the largest county, our votes are going to support statewide candidates like Judge Stacey Williams and Judge Elizabeth yes. Davis Rizal and all of these yes. other amazing statewide candidates who we need on the bench to bring in uh-huh. the real change that we have been asking for for years in Texas. And so we fought hard for all of us, right? This was not just a Harris County uh, victory. It's a victory for the That's state. Right. Yes. Well, let, let, speaking of Judge Stacey Williams, let's see if she has been able to get on so that we can hear from her. Uh, Judge Stacey Williams, are you on yet? I'm try- Am I on? Yes, you are. Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Judge Williams. Hey, Judge Williams. Hey, listen, you needed another attorney to call your name, and that's why you made it. <laughs> I know. I know. And when some of my attorney clouds, people, people yes. talk. So. Well, I'm beyond, you know, um, as far as I care, everything starts and ends in East Texas. I was born in East Texas. I started getting my petitions in June of 2019 um, in East Texas. I've been back many times to East Texas, and I'm counting on East Texas to take me take me over um, the finish line. I'm excited. I'm invigorated. I am thrilled about not only the victory in Houston today, but I'm so excited that the coalition actually participated and filed an amicus brief. Because when I get on the Texas Supreme Court, that's going to be a good way for me to see how people are thinking. So um, 
Attorney Very Cloud, good. this is only the beginning. Um, I expect to see lots of amicus briefs um, from the Coalition of Black Democrats. And I, first of all, want to say is thank you to everyone. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. This has been one long journey. Um, it's been fun, um, but I'm ready for tomorrow night. Hopefully we'll have a victory um, tomorrow night. We, um, you know, running statewide, I will be looking at not really the television, but the Secretary of State's website, which will give us insight into how the votes are going, um, going, um, you know, in the 256 counties. So um, I've spent the... I don't know what happened to the last week. It's been um, a blur, maybe. Um, but we're we're good. I think there's change in the air, as someone mentioned. We're tired of this. We're tired of the intimidation. We're tired of the threats. We're tired of being the embarrassment for the entire world. And I think people get it, that every level of government, we need change, not only at the top, but at every level. And I'm so excited by the turnout, but we still have individuals who need still need to vote. Um, you know, we're doing robocalls, we're sending out text messages. We've got to get those people who haven't voted out to vote. This is an election of our lifetime, and I can't imagine where our country will be, where our state will be, if we don't have change. We're on exactly. life support. We're on life support. Judge, can you tell us your uh, website? Uh, and, and I'm petitioning uh, to people to uh, donate, and we thank uh, uh, Sharon Berry who donated today, and we had some more that donated, and so we need to pull up your website. So, that, so can you give us that so that we can make uh, more donations? Because I listen, yeah. running for Congress, I know how expensive it is. And when you're running a statewide seat, you need resources. And so give yeah. us that website, uh, Judge. Sure. Thank you so much for mentioning that. It's www.judgestacy, and that's Stacy with an I, dot com. And there's a donate page. And, you know, people understand the people who are poll greeting, guess what? We have to pay for them. But, you know, I go the extra step because I care so much about people. My poll greeters have masks. They KN95 mask. They have yeah. shields for their faces. They have gloves. They have antiseptic. All that costs money. And then we're even feeding yeah. them um, tomorrow. So it costs and it adds up because we want people, when they come to the polls, and particularly, um, you know, I think there's going to be voter intimidation tomorrow by the Trumpsters. We want people to know, to see friendly faces, encouraging them to stay in line, stand in line, be informed, and to let their voices be heard. Um, we, we haven't wasted any money, but you know what? It just takes money to run. And, um, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we're trying to raise $10,000 to ensure that we can meet payroll tomorrow night and, you know, take care of um, some other expenses that, you know, they they come up at the last minute. Well, so Judge, I just, made my, I just made my donation, and so oh, I'm encouraging others. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, immediately when I put the messages out there on text message to everybody, immediately Vice Chair Barry said, done. She texted me back, done. Oh. So um, so I'm encouraging you. others. I saw the website. And I just did mine, and so I'm pushing out there on, on social media to have others because I, I understand very, very well that it costs yeah. a lot of money. 
to run. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Anything else? Any questions? Anybody have any questions uh, of the of Judge Stacy? Uh, I'm sorry that we missed uh, uh, Bishop Hillary because he came in and talked to us a little early on, and so he was able to talk to uh, Judge Elizabeth Frizzell was on in the first half of the show, and so I uh-huh. knew he would be coming the second part. But uh, anybody have hey. any questions of the judge? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mr. You mentioned right quick. Hey, uh, how you doing, Judge? Uh, That's great. You're running a great campaign. You know, so hang on in there. Uh, uh, once you be, you know, once you get on Supreme Court, what exactly, you know, are you going to bring? Where we're going to know that you're there? You know, that we're going to say, oh yeah, Stacy's there. Well, right. What are you going to well, do? We, to? In that picture, you're going to see a dose of color. There's never what? been an African-American female on the Texas Supreme Court in its 174-year history. While there are now three Hispanics, there are no African-American females. I'm going to break breaking down 174 years of them finally at the Texas Supreme Court having to give a black female the same level of respect that someone else coming in. So you're going to know from my questions in my perspective, because trust me, I'm sure it would be a, it would have been a different discussion if I had been on the Texas Supreme Court when they considered vote by mail and whether or not it should be expanded because of COVID. You know, the Texas Supreme Court is one of the few uh, major states that doesn't have diversity represented on them. Mm-hmm. And when you have diversity, you're going to get better decisions. Um, I think when they lifted the ban on evictions and foreclosures, they're going to hear the voice of someone who knows what it means to work, someone that has to work to meet their mortgage, someone that is dependent upon their salary. When you're dependent upon your salary, you know how precious that is. And when people get behind, you understand it. And, you know, for them in the middle of a pandemic, when people have lost their jobs, their jobs, their businesses have closed, they can't pay their mortgages, but yet they're going to allow the banks to come in and foreclose them. And it's so hypocritical because they're still getting their state salaries every month. And so they're going to get a voice of reason, the voice of someone who has to work every day, someone who's had to work for every position. No one called me up like my opponent and said, hey, Stacey, would you like to be on the Texas Supreme Court with no judicial experience, no judicial training? That's how he got on the Texas Supreme Court. But trust me, you know when someone's had to work hard, they have a different perspective, and I'm going to bring that. Very good. All right. Thank you. (laughs) That was outstanding. Very good. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Was that Mr. Arthur? Did you have other comments? My name is Mike. Is that Mike? Yeah, oh, I'm right here. Can oh, you hear me? Oh, fine. How are you doing? Yes, come right in, uh, uh, Pastor. Good evening. Go right ahead. With good, evening, good, evening, good evening. Let me also say hello to my friend, uh, our next uh, Supreme Court judge, uh, Judge Stacy Williams. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Hello. I don't know if she can hear me. She can yeah. hear I heard, and I'm smiling. I can't say anything. I'm smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Texas uh, deserves someone that is trained and actually qualified for a position for a change. So I heard everything you were saying in that line. So uh, we cannot wait until tomorrow night for the bell to ring and, and you take your rightful position. 
Oh, my God. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, my really, goodness. You, you lift my spirits. You know, I've been putting out signs for the last four hours, and before then getting – it warmed my heart when Ms. Barry said she was working on worker schedules. Yeah, I, um, trying to get that done. You know, in Dallas, what's really thrown planning is that people can go anywhere tomorrow. Um, they don't have to go back to their precinct. So the numbers that you would rely upon, for example, from 2016, you have no idea. So it's, it's been a challenge. So um, I've been working on that, but this has really given me the energy to get my work done and get ready for tomorrow. Well, we have That's, you in uh, Southeast Texas with our uh, first African-American female sheriff. Zena Stevenson is always bragging and, and pushing your name. And so you're number um, one uh, in our area. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Judge. Uh, let me let me just share with you that that there was a uh, let's see, kind of a musical that was done. Um, I think it was on Zoom uh, from Wiley College, and uh, so share with. I think your dad did he practice in Marshall or did he practice in yes. Longview? No, he Marshall, right? In Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, and I spent yes. the first nine years of my life in Marshall. Went to public yes. school in Marshall. Yeah. So, so we we embrace uh, Judge Williams because she is an East Texas girl, even though she moved away and ended up growing up there in the Dallas area. But she got her roots and her great beginning right here in East Texas. So we're so proud of the great work that she has done. Because you've been from one court system on up the ladder, correct? Can you share with us? I started off as an administrative judge with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, where I adjudicated disputes between federal employees and their agencies. Um, I then became a municipal, full-time municipal court judge for the city of Dallas. And then I became an arbitrator for DART, which is Dallas Area Rapid Transit, the U.S. Postal Service, NASDAQ FINRA, which adjudicates disputes between consumers and their brokerage houses, the Federal Mediation Conciliation Service, and the Washington Metropolitan Airport Board. And I've been trained as a judge um, by the Municipal Courts League of Texas. The um, tra- I can't remember the name of the organization for district courts, and I've even gone through the extra step I've been trained for many courses at the National Judicial College in Reno, Nevada, which is kind of the gold standard for judicial training. So I've really learned my craft. And before then, I've been in-house corporate counsel in the telecommunications, retail, and defense industries, and a trial attorney with the EEOC. So I think that's when the Houston Chronicle looked at my qualifications. Um, they endorsed me and not my opponent, even though my opponent has been in that seat for eight years. Mm-hmm. That That's so amazing to me to hear that a person who has never handled a court case can serve on uh, the Supreme Court of Texas. That's hard to believe, you would think. Well, I guess. I guess I should not be surprised because we have someone that sits at uh, 1,600 uh, that had no experience and know anything. I uh, was a reality uh, show person, so I guess I should not be surprised, but that's a different story. It is just really surprising yeah. to me that someone could sit at that high 
and not have ever handled a case. I don't think that you could have been able to do that. Do you think, I Judge? Maybe oh, they not. wouldn't have even yeah. allowed me to be an intern. <laughs> wow. Well, let me just say that Judge uh, uh, Attorney Cloud was talking to us about a little bit about uh, voter intimidation. And what can we expect? What should we uh, tell our, our clientele that's listening all across Texas tonight, uh, how they should handle things when they go out polls? We have lots of people that will be working there. You heard um, the vice chair talking about her trying to get more people to get to work uh, as election judges, as poll watchers, as uh, just all those things, the people that you're having to pay in order to uh, make sure that we have a secure and um, fair election. What should people expect to do? Because we were talking a little early on about people having ARs and things out there at the voting booth. And as you know, I'm a re- retired uh, war veteran. And so I know that those are things that we had out on the battlefield. And so I'm overwhelmed when I hear somebody talking about having an AR-15 or whatever at a polling booth. Any comments of anything of how we should handle things tomorrow from your perspective? Yeah, well, you know, I I think probably my perspective isn't worth a hill of beans. It's going to be how they enforce the laws. Um, in the particular county in which these infractions. Um, I haven't kept up that much with it, but I think now, um, okay, I'm not sure, but I think follow those instructions, document, videotape, and, um, you know, what, call your local law enforcement or whoever's supposed to be in charge. And don't, you know, if you don't, like I remember, what this summer when those um, right wingers punched um, Nancy, mm-hmm. you know, in the face right. and it got violent. Right. We'll keep right. you know, if the police won't respond and go to the county sheriff, they won't respond. I would just start calling everyone, get the media in, um, but stay calm. The thing that's really scary and frightening: these people filled emboldened, and they really want to intimidate. So maybe keeping a very calm exterior but protecting yourself because they're crazy um anyone who would advocate um killing someone that's frightening yes that's absolutely yes. frightening and like i've already told my workers if something is down in dallas leave just leave just leave your life is most important but you know now with cell phone cameras you know i'm just amazed that the people in that Biden caravan, I would have had my phone out videotaping, getting the license plate numbers of all yeah. those individuals. Because, you know, they said, oh, the FBI won't do it. Well, heck, you've got to do it yourself. There are services where you could go to a private eye afterwards and get the address and then publish those pictures and those names and addresses of everyone that did that to that bus. You know, you've really well, you got, you can't fix you can't depend on others to do your work for you. We don't know how far this attitude permeates. So you really, I mean, I would have, even today I got scared when I saw a couple of Trump cars and I took their pictures. I got the license. I got the name of the car. Right. And I was going to say, it's interesting you said that because as you know, uh, Vice Chair Barry and I are retired military and we said we would have had, so even 
following that bus, we would have had a couple of uh, security in front, a couple of security in the back, a co- on each and side. on each side. We have our own cell uh, team, and and Mr. Arthur is prior Air Force as well. So we we would have been prepared, and we have to be prepared. And that's what you're letting us know that we have to be yeah. prepared. But but I like the fact that you say stay calm, remain yeah. calm, don't just call who you need to call. And, and Attorney Cloud, you may you may have some more comments and things that you want to share with us in regards to that question. Absolutely. Um, so yes, like like Judge Williams said, it's very um, you know important or whoever. I'm not sure if it was Judge Williams or if it was you, Madam Moderator. But we have to remain calm. We know that they're going yeah. to be a lot of intimidation and efforts and antics tomorrow. But I want to give folks some numbers to call. Uh, please Very take good. these numbers down uh, because tomorrow myself and several other folks will be in boiler uh-huh. rooms across the state virtually ready to help assist and come to your aid. Uh, any voters and any uh, precinct chairs and those out there uh, on the front line. So uh, to if you have any problems, experience any intimidation tactics or anything like that, we want you to call one eight six six our vote. Eight six six O U R B O T E. Thank you. 866-OUR-VOTE. That's the number you can reach the NAACP. Folks from the ACLU will be there as well as the Texas Civil Rights Project will be answering that number. And here's another number. If you want to call the Democratic Party with specific questions, I'm going to be in the Democratic Party's boiler room uh, for West Texas, El Paso and the the El Paso and the uh, Panhandle region. But we are all assigned to specific mm-hmm. rooms, but they all can help you. So please don't have a uh, an inkling of hesitation to call the party. And that number is 844-TX-VOTE, 844-TX-V-O-T-E-S. With those two numbers, you should be able to get all of the help you need. Again, the number for the party is 844-TX-V-O-T-E-S. And then the other number is 866-HOUR-VOTE. We stand Got ready. We're getting up at 6 in the morning, and we'll be up from 6 in the morning until we drop. Uh, there you go. who knows what that'll be, but we're in it to make sure that everybody's voice is heard. That's outstanding. Thank you so much for that. I got that number down, and I'm going to make we sure do. that all the people here in East Texas uh, know about that number. We're going to be we – a, we have a large number of voting booths here in, East, in Smith County in particular. So, um, so I'll make sure that everybody has this information and those that are listening, because we have people across Texas who are listening in on it tonight. That's why we wanted uh, ju- the judges to come in and be a part tonight on that last stretch out there so that people can hear exactly what their words are, what they have to say. And uh, because we know democracy is on that ballot tomorrow, correct? Mm-hmm. So we Absolutely. Yes. Judge, we're not going to keep you if you have any final comments, and we're going to let you jump off, and then we're going to go back and talk to Attorney Cloud a little bit more. But any final, well, give us give us your last little stump speech if you'd like, whatever you want to say, uh, and then uh, we'll let you get off so you can get some breath. We all got some early morning, uh, but, uh, yeah. but it's a little bit differently when it comes to uh, candidates. But go ahead. 
Well, again, thank you so much for the opportunity to um, appear on your show again. It's been a wonderful outlet to get my message across the state of Texas. And I'm going to say it's becoming trite, but it's so true. This is the election of our lifetime. This is a choice between democracy and fascism. You know, if you're concerned about good old boys making decisions that really don't affect, don't really work for the working class people of Texas because they don't have any idea, it's time for change. And we need change at every level of government, not just please just don't walk in and and press the presidential um, selection button and walk out. Um, there you go. We need change at every level, and every level is intertwined. You know, some people say, oh, well, I don't know this person. Well, the statewide candidate, I can't meet people in the state of Texas. It's not possible. You know, we've got yeah. a website that you can look up, but sometimes as a vote for change, you need to vote for the party that you think will enact change. So if someone has a particular party by their name and you like that party, then vote for that person. I would hope that it would be a Democrat because we are the voice of change, not only for yeah. the Texas Supreme Court, but at every level judicially. And we need help in our Texas legislature. We need help in the Texas Senate. But trust me, if they, they can pass all the laws they want, but if it's not going to withstand scrutiny by the Texas Supreme Court, that's all for naught. Um, redistricting is a big issue that's going to come before um, the legislature. But guess what? It's going to end up in the Texas Supreme Court, not the federal courts. So who sits on the Texas Supreme Court matters. In the 174-year history of the Texas Supreme Court, there has never been an African-American female. It is time that our voices be heard. And I want you to know, and someone asked me this question, are you going to be the same when you get on the Texas Supreme Court? Yes, I will. There is no question where I stand. I will not be intimidated, and I will not be quiet, as sometimes our folks get when they get in higher positions. This is truly a journey for justice, equality, and fairness in the highest court of our state. Now is the time to do it. We may never have, again, another opportunity to create a better future, level the playing field, and make the highest court in Texas, the Texas Supreme Court, look like the people it serves. I am Judge Stacy with an I, Williams. I ask for your vote. I ask for your prayers, not only for me and my candidacy, for all the candidates. Please pray for our state. And please pray yes. for our country democracy. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, uh, Judge Stacey Williams, for the Texas Supreme Court. Uh, we've been able to get 9.7 million people in Texas out to vote. We're looking right now at uh, uh, county clerk, uh, the clerk, city clerk, Chris Holland, that's been on the MSNBC. He's mm -hmm. on again tonight. So proud of the work that he has done. We're so proud of the work that Judge Williams has done, and all of our candidates that have worked yeah. fatigue hard to make sure that their message gets out there. Um, attorney, uh, a couple of questions uh, that let me share with you some of the things that we have dealt with um, here in our area here in East Texas. We have people who were just uh, trying to block. Uh, 
polling uh, places, uh, using using languages that are not Okay, I, I, I'm competing with the background noise. So if you if you're not speaking, if you could mute your phone so that we don't hear the the background noise. But these are some of the things that. Oh, and and the other thing I wanted to to mention, Attorney Cloud, is that uh, the felons, uh, people that know some of these. Uh, uh, Gentlemen, and that's who it's been. Gentlemen, basically, that uh, that are prior felons, uh, and they're tr- trying to tell them that they cannot vote. And these are guys that have been off the paper for ten, twenty years, and so uh, so then some of them are going in and they're saying, "Well, I'm a prior felon," even though they have their registration card with them, they have their identification. But they're they're afraid. They want to make sure that it's okay because they've been told all these years that they can never vote again. Can you address that just a little bit? Um, and 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 those are some of the things that we've seen that people are doing: blocking the polling booth and then trying to keep uh, the prior uh, convicted felons from uh, sure. voting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and, and first of all, again, let me say how excited I am to be speaking with you all out in East Texas. Um, it's very important. We work very hard with the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats to engage all Black Democrats across the state, not just stay in Harris County and Dallas, uh, but to really go across this state. And so thank you for bringing up those issues, because we know that each community faces uh, different challenges. Um, right. And, you know, with the blocking of the polls, like you're saying, and, um, you know, some of the other derogatory language and acts that are going on, let's remember that we are uh, facing people who know that they are about to lose a lot of power. All right. And whenever people feel threatened or if they feel that if they're going to lose their power, they tend to act out of character. Uh, Some that may be their character, but regardless, we have to protect ourselves. Now, there are laws in place that prohibit a certain type of actions, like blocking the polls. For example, that's illegal. That's just not a silly political stunt. That is illegal and it is criminal. And, you know, law enforcement should be called in those types of situations. Uh, those election judges and ballot uh, and poll watchers should not hesitate uh, to call law enforcement or to call us on that hotline I gave you, and then we will coordinate that. But, but you don't have to take that. That is not okay. Uh, at the same time, we don't want to meet people where they are. It's going to be tough tomorrow. I intentionally waited on election day to go and vote. I know you said, how are you doing that? And you're in the boiler room. Well, you know, I'm special like that. Uh, You know, technology lets us do a lot of different (laughs) things. But I wanted to be out there on tomorrow to cast my vote and also see what kind of nonsense was going on out there. Um, So we stay ahead. And so what I'll tell you all in East Texas is what I've told people here. Be vigilant, stay aware, and report. Don't let anybody get away with anything. Report, report, report. Call law enforcement where needed, and please use us as a resources a resource at the number that I provided earlier. Also, with regards to folks reentering society, our brothers and sisters, our fellow neighbors, and friends and mm-hmm. family who are reentering to society um, after serving their time, uh, if it's outside of five years, they can vote. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, the misinformation that's being put out there to encourage people, especially uh, felons, 
not to vote is is just phenomenal. But it but it's it's misinformation and it's lies. If you have a felony twenty years old, that does not preclude you from voting. You've served your time. The time has passed. Please cast your ballot. Please cast Good. your ballot. Don't let anybody else tell you any different. You walk in there proudly. You show your identification, your card, and you vote because your vote matters. You know, you know, we could we could really go into a history lesson here about the whole, mm-hmm. you know, felonizing uh, people and mass incarceration, especialized, especially you know, putting felons on uh, folks in the African American community for small amounts of drugs and nonviolent yeah. crimes and things of that. Uh, but that that's what we're fighting. Uh, that was an attempt to keep folks from uh, uh, black people, especially from getting jobs and moving forward, and 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 not only, you know to move them from just surviving to actually thriving and, and, and doing better. But that was a monkey that they put on our backs a lot of times, you know, but that doesn't take away your right to vote if it's outside of five years. So knowledge is power. So hold your head up high and armed with that information. Let your friends, let your families know. Post it on your pages. That might be something actually that we post. That's a good point. Thank you for bringing right. that up because we need yes, to remind thanks. people. That I'm going to text my folks that right now. Right now, very good. Uh, very good. We can't, we can't stop putting the message out. So thank you. Yeah, and so, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention uh, to your attorney is that inside of the polling booth, we have people that have told us uh, uh-huh. they're telling me that I, I have to check off every name, and they were saying there's some names that I want to skip. Uh, because uh, I'm not affiliated with a specific party, and if they don't have a person on that ballot that is part of my party, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, vote for that person. So, so the people inside of the polling booth are telling them they cannot skip a name; they have to vote for that person. Can you address oh, that? Wow! <laughs> I tell you what. Yes. You know, well, first of all, that's not appropriate. That's not that's mm-hmm. incorrect, uh, and that certainly is not how voting goes. And actually, those workers are out of line. You, you know, those workers are completely out of line because you can. Now, we want everybody to go all the way down that ballot. Do not misinterpret yeah. what I'm about to say. We want everybody mm-hmm. to go from president all the way down the bottom of that ballot because our local races matter in all of our communities, and it's going to reach and touch us a lot sooner than our national races, although we want to make sure that we get that uh, Biden and Harris in there. I'm just saying. But at the same time, we have to make sure if people don't want to vote for a certain candidate, that's their business. can move on. They are not required to vote in a certain election. That's absolutely not true. And nobody can tell you that. That's not right. That's false information. Yes, ma'am. That's a teller. Yes. Go right. Come right in. Yes. Yes. Um, and I said I wanted to add to that that the county chair should empower precinct chairs that they should tell people that because I know um, we heard of the case where um, during the primary uh, when people in, in in the early part of early voting people would come in and bring an, uh, a driver's license or just some form of legitimate ID and they didn't have their voter card and they would sending people back and people were leaving and you should know you can vote you don't have to have your voter card you can vote with your your driver's license and so that happens quite often just 
crazy things like that in rural counties because most of the powers that be are Republicans. And so when you have these little crazy cases coming up, if you don't have um, a chair or your precinct chair there making certain that the right information gets down to the voter, then, you know, we need to have some more meetings now. Out of 254 counties, we have 24 black chairs. We know, just like um, Judge Williams was speaking about the, um, the court, you know, where we have predominantly white chairs and stuff, they, for whatever reason, they don't approach us. And so I've asked them, you know, if you feel uncomfortable um, going into, you know, neighborhoods of color, you know, talk to the ministers, talk to people, um, you know, go to the grocery store, just do whatever. But yeah. it is your responsibility to get the information to them and things that you're speaking about. That's that county chair. And we have to, right. you know, we have power them. And again, they have to show up at the at the training that's put on by the um, Secretary of State and the Democratic Party. And we had to make sure all the information flows down. But yeah, we just gotta just gotta keep talking to each other. Exactly correct. Well, here's here's the other thing that I wanted to bring out. Judge Stacy mentioned that fact that she has paid uh, poll watchers everybody can't uh, can't pay somebody to be there maybe not maybe maybe not but but it's the job of course of people like us uh, who uh, political parties or whatever or precinct uh, party committees that actually go and select and find uh, people to to work as poll watchers uh, so then some of these poll watchers are accused of intimidating from other parties. And so when that happens, then they still call, just call this number. And and sometimes they'll call like our uh, county. We have our, our Democrat uh, county uh, commissioner, uh, Commissioner uh, Hampton here locally. And so we we actually did some calling and turning some names and things over to her of things that we observe when we're out there uh, poll watching and, and poll greeting. But we need a lot more people out there to really watch what is going on. And I think probably mm. this is the most critical ever, uh, but we just don't have enough people out there to actually work uh, the polls. But, but go ahead. Any comments? Um, I, I, I'll comment. I have 21 um, polling places here in Houston County. And, You know, every other year, a county chair is supposed to submit a list of names of a minimum of three people at each one of those polling places. Well, if you don't um, control that polling place, which is also, which which is determined by the gubernatorial race, if more Democrats um, were uh, um, voted in that particular precinct, then the Democrats will control that polling place. And so... If, if at the controlling, it, with the, the part of that controls it, okay, that's the presiding judge. The Republican will be the um, alternate judge, and then the Democrat will choose a clerk. Well, when you end up looking for poll watchers, that clerk, you know, you can just go down the road. Those people you've already identified as working the polls, 
but they won't be working that day. So that should be your first line poll watchers. Then you that presiding judge and that alternate judge should choose two other people because, you know, life happens. Somebody can break a leg. Somebody can go to the hospital. Those are the first right. people you ask and somebody the they're comfortable people, with. Right. The I'm, first person I'm sorry. you would ask. I'm sorry, you said the first persons you would ask would the be... The first your, people, yes, would be the people that you have identified to work the polls that aren't right. working that day. Right. And that's a list that should have been, I mean, all your precinct chairs should have that. And then uh, a discussion with your precinct chairs, they should have people that they can call in case there's an emergency again because life happens but you know right. and, and right. this is everybody across the board is is um you know looking for uh you know poll workers and for me the first per- people i chose were people who were coming home from college my uh, right. young professionals that were out of work um and then um i went to my ministerial alliance i asked them i need poll watches just give me some names and then I myself, you know, did the training or my election administrator. And that's another uh, barrier that we have got to overcome. Most of our election administrators um, don't have a working relationship or any relationship with the um, county chairs. And, and, if that's, and if that is the case, then, you know, you're going to have a hard road to, to, um, to go because, you county chairs are the front line for that party and right election administrators just can't get up and do what they want and and, you know we have a responsibility to stop them and and let me share this with you ladies Mm -hmm. that we have a lot of polling booths in smith county a lot we're the largest county in east Mm -hmm. texas so we have a lot of polling booths number one and then number two a lot of our precinct chairs are working inside their election judges and their clerks and so forth. So mm-hmm. so that's taken a lot of them inside of that's the polling booth because we have so many. And then the other part of that is that a lot of people are a little uh, anti-participatory about working because of COVID, uh, because mm-hmm. I share with you that we had – we, we we had to shut down last week. We had to shut down one of our polling booths because we had an outbreak of COVID. And wow. then the week, but then the early part of uh, the second week of early voting, we had no strike that. That was during the primary. During the primary, one of our longtime election judges uh, came down with COVID. Somebody came, and, and she can, I can share with you that she never left out of her house until it was time for uh, the primary to take place. She worked the primary. She got COVID, and obviously somebody brought it in uh, to the polling booth, and then she went home and was sick with it, and she passed it on to her husband, and then he oh. passed away. Uh, from it, so that's the other thing that we're working that's working against us is that people are a little bit reluctant about working due to COVID. Wow, I already yeah. hear that. Yes, right. So, Attorney Cloud, any more any anything else? We're getting to uh, the top of the hour, but we're we're so excited to have you come. We thank uh, 
Vice Chair Barry, for bringing you on uh, tonight. You've just been so inspiring and so uh, so much education that you've given out to us. And so, any final comments or any anything else that you'd like to share with us? We're so excited. We can't. It's going to be hard to sleep tonight. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, and I and my reputation is just growing. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I, I tell you, it is. It's a it's an exciting time. I think we're all filled with, you know, quite a bit of anxiety. But, you know, sure. just please, let's try to get everybody out to vote. We know yes. several people still have not voted. So my last parting mm-hmm. words, let's do what we can. Let's drive a friend, take a friend, mm-hmm. take your cousin, take grandma, mm-hmm. do whatever you can do to get those last votes in. Every vote counts. And please, again, do not hesitate. If you have any questions, 866-OUR-VOTE. There's any hanky-panky, 866-OUR-VOTE. That's it. We can remember that. Yes, we can remember that. so much. Again, uh, Vice Chair Sharon Berry, I appreciate you, and I appreciate all of you in East Texas for what you're doing to help us make sure that every voice is counted. Very good. And you may, may want to address quickly all of those. There's a lot of mail ballots that are still hanging out there and tell the people what they need to do on tomorrow to be sure to bring that with them and, and okay. whatever you want to tell us. Go ahead, uh, attorney, and you want to tell them anything in regards to that. Absolutely. So the, there was another lawsuit. I know you can hardly keep up with them wow. all. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, all this, all this, this litigation. Uh, but there was another lawsuit that actually uh, was found in uh, favor of the people, as I'd like to say today as well. So as long as you get that ballot turned in and or postmarked by tomorrow, mm-hmm. it will count. Uh, it yeah. will count. So please, if you have any outstanding ballots that you need to get turned in across this state, across our great state, get it in tomorrow with tomorrow's date, it will still count. It is not too late. Wow. Very good. Very good. Uh, uh, fraternity brother, you have any and you have any comments or questions before we get to the end? We have about a, a minute left, and then we're going to play our theme song, and, and we also have to play uh, one more advertisement. Go ahead. Quickly. Arthur. If not, I'm going to bring Miss Brianna in to play uh, play that last little advertisement, Miss Brianna. And uh, we thank we thank everybody for coming, Vice Chair Barry, and we thank her so much for bringing Attorney Cloud in. It's a pleasure uh, to be able to hear. I've heard your name all the time and talk about all the great things that you're doing for the state. I I proudly serve as the president of the East Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. So we're always pushing. Black Democrats. Ms. Rihanna, if you can play uh, that last advertisement for the Coalition of Black Democrats, I appreciate it. This is Carol G. Robinson, State Chairman of the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, and I'm reaching out to remind you to vote and to vote Democrat from top to bottom on your ballot. If you're voting by mail, fill out your ballot and mail it back as soon as possible. Don't wait. Early voting begins in person on October 13th and ends on October 30th. Election day is November 3rd. Vote Democrat. Political ad paid for by the Texas Black Democrats Party. Very good. And so, uh, Ms. Sharon Barry, you have any final comments quickly uh, before we end and play our theme song for the evening? It's been a pleasure to have everybody 
on with us tonight. It's exciting. I can't hardly wait until morning time. Miss Sharon Berry, go right ahead. Any comments from oh, yes. uh, the coalition? I'm, I'm just happy that everybody in, uh, in the state of Texas that we are engaged and we are excited just as you are, Dr. McKellar. And um, <laughs> just look, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow at the, at the victory party. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Attorney Cloud. Uh, any fun, any, anything else that you want to say? You have about 10 seconds to give us. Otherwise, uh, we're going to end it for the evening. He's gone. Vote. Vote. <laughs> vote and vote like you never voted before because our lives depend upon it, right? Thank you so much, ma'am, for being on with us. Go ahead. No, I said that's okay. right. That's, yes. Yes. Go ahead, Miss Rihanna. You can play our theme song for the evening. We thank all of the guests. We're just pushing, pushing hard. Uh, get out there and call somebody. I know there's somebody that you know that have not voted, that is registered, and get them to the polls. By hook or crook, we got to get them to the polls, drive them, uh, push them in a wagon, whatever it takes, uh, but get those boots out there on the ground. But do it safely. Use your mask, your shields, your gloves, your hand sanitizer. Be safe out there. Thank you, Ms. Rihanna. And we'll play our theme song. Thank you, ladies. We'll talk to you at the victory party. Bye now. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won. The heavens, no man, no weapon formed against. Yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, his spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure.
believe man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Monday, and we'll see you on the celebration tomorrow evening. Good night, fraternity brother. <laughs>